Do you feel like you're doing healthy things, but you're just not losing the weight or seeing the results that you want? Maybe it feels depressing to have to buy the next size up and you're just wondering what's going on and what you can do about it. Well, today I'm going to be talking about five reasons you may not be losing weight. And this isn't inclusive, but this might give you some good areas to cue in on. And also before we get started, I want to tell you guys about my free water and movement challenge coming up in my Facebook group. The link will be in the description. And this is going to be a five-day challenge. It's free. There's going to be prizes. You can win a month of personal training with me, two health coaching sessions, or some Zaya active wear. And the challenge is simple. You're going to set your own goals for your water and for your movement each day. You're going to check in for the group to have some accountability and that's it. And this is sort of the basic idea of what I do with my clients is we make these habits and these goals doable that they're customized for you and we start staying consistent with them. So if you guys would like to join this fun challenge, check the link down below so you can be part of it. All right, so let's dig in on the five reasons that you may not be losing weight. So the first thing I always like to look at is people think they're eating healthier than what they actually are. So when we're eating healthy, to me, that means that we're having high nutrient density. So a lot of times when we think about the typical American diet, it's called the SAD diet, the standard American diet. It's very low in nutrients, but we're having plenty of calories. So if we take that same diet, but we're just consuming less calories and we think that's healthy, we're typically missing a lot of things. We're missing the fiber that we need to make our body work better, to make our gut work better. We're missing the protein that we need. Typically, we're having a lot of carbs and a lot of unhealthy fats. So for example, maybe you tend to eat a sandwich every day and we're thinking that sandwich is healthy, right? It's that good bread. It's doesn't have a lot of other stuff. We have the meat, maybe some lettuce on it. And it's not something terrible to eat, but if you're really feeling stuck in your weight loss, it may not be helping your weight loss. So when we also want to think of lowering the amount of processed food, most of us know this, but it's also really easy to eat because it's quick. It's right there. So if we're having processed food frequently throughout the week, that may be stalling us. So we really want to think of increasing our nutrient density, and that's what tends to make what we're eating healthier. So making sure that we're getting enough fiber, that's 25 grams a day for women, making sure that we're getting enough protein so we can maintain our muscle and continue to build muscle. So this is always one of those first topics I look at with clients because it's really practical is what can we do to make sure that we are getting enough nutrient density and eating healthy in our diet? So one of my clients recently that I started working with, she was able to start decreasing her sugar and increasing her veggies. So she's doing this without tracking and she was starting to feel better and she was starting to lose weight. So number two might be that you are moving less. And a lot of times we don't quite realize this, but if we look back to when we were a child, maybe even when we were in high school and in college, we're typically just moving a lot more. If you were on a college campus, you were walking class to class, or maybe you had a job where you were just up and walking more. But typically as an adult, especially if we have a sedentary job, we're doing a lot more sitting and a lot less moving. 
And all of those steps add up to increase our metabolism. So moving more, so not exercising necessarily, is a great way to sort of give our metabolism a little boost without stressing it because it's such a low calorie burn over a long time. It doesn't stress our metabolism and we're just meant to move. Our bodies are meant to move more and we have to be very intentional about putting that in throughout our day. So that is why I love doing the water and movement challenge in my Facebook group because it's a great way to just start that habit of how can I move more? How can I work this into my day? So number three is there's not one good word for this, but this is sort of our stress, not having enough time, sleep, emotion, because we as humans are complex. So we have all these other factors and that's typically why there's not a certain program that's going to work for you. Or if you've tried a certain diet and haven't stuck with it, well, one, maybe it wasn't meant to be stuck with long-term, but also that there's these other things going in on your life, the way you are from your past, the way your parents treated you when you did something good or did something bad. Did they treat you with food for those? And is your life so stressful that you're having to use food to comfort you? Is your life so busy that you don't have enough time? So being a human, we are complex. And there's all these things going in in our mind. And this is what really gets people stopped, where they can't move forward in their health, where they keep going back into those bad habits because they haven't had the opportunity to work through these emotions that are holding them up, these emotions that cause them to reach out to food, that cause them to not get up and exercise. So if you're not working with these emotions, with your stress, with making the time, you're not going to see the results that you want to, or you might get results temporarily, but then you're going to roll back into these old habits. And this is especially where health coaching comes into play. So a lot of times with my clients, we might start with that practical stuff, like let's increase our fiber, let's increase our protein, let's move more. But then as we start working, we're also going to work on more of these complex issues So that as people are making these changes, they're able to keep those changes. And that's really where that sustainable health comes into play. And stress is such a big thing. We have such busy lives and we don't prioritize our health. And I have been guilty of this too, because we don't see what's going on in our body. We don't know what our blood sugar is all the time. We don't know what our blood pressure is. And a lot of those things take a long time to really damage. So we don't have that thing in our face that's telling us that we have to be healthy. So it's really important to work through different stressors, to work through how can I make more time. And I know you guys have heard me talk about Organifi green juice on here. And I started using that when we moved across country. So I have four kids. We moved across country, a three-day trip. And it was just stressful, you know, moving in general, trying to find a new place, trying to find schools doing all the things and my stress was definitely building up. And that is when I found Organifi's green juice. And I liked it because it helped to give me energy and reset. So it has natural adaptogen herbs that help with your energy and help to fuel your body. And I also use their green juice in the morning and I use their gold at night. So it's like this creamy turmeric drink. And it was really a great way to sort of reset myself and help my body internally. So of course, I was still trying to do um, external things like making sure I was getting exercise, doing deep breathing, trying to do some yoga. I was journaling during that time. 
So I was working on these other things too, but it was a great little thing to add on top that really helped with my energy levels and helped to sort of reset my stress and help to create that structure and routine, especially at night. So if that's something you want to add to your health routine, use the code HEALTHY20. There's going to be a link down below so that you can save 20% on your first order. All right, tip number four is a biggie and it's consistency. And it's interesting as I talk to some people, they think that they're doing all these things and they're doing everything right. But when we really dig into it, they're not really staying consistent. It starts out of, well, I'm doing or eating healthy 80% of the time as we talk more and we talk about weekends or celebrations. It's more like, well, maybe 70%. So a lot of times there's this big gap in our consistency. Weekends come up every week. And for a lot of people, that's a time to, especially in the summer, to go out and have fun. Or maybe you're traveling with your kids team or your weekends just don't have that structure and people really struggle there. But really, it's two out of the seven days of the week that comes pretty frequently. And then if we add on celebrations and holidays, it gets even trickier. So really figuring out how to develop consistency, figuring out what are those things that you are going to do no matter what. So I like to call those non-negotiables. So for the weekend, what's your non-negotiable? What are your things that would be a bonus? And what is something that you are going to enjoy that you want to include in your weekend, but you're also including these other things that are healthy for you that fit into all of that. And tip number five, or reason number five might be hormones. So especially as we're getting older into our 40s and our 50s, we can have a lot of hormone changes. And I'm just going to focus on two of the hormones today. So the first one is your thyroid hormone. So that can change. So especially if your thyroid is low, so hypothyroidism, that can cause you to gain weight. And you can look it up and see if some of those symptoms of low thyroid are fitting what you're having. So if you're having some really stubborn weight gain and you truly are being consistent, you're moving, your stress isn't high, you're eating high density, looking into that thyroid is really important. Um, and I have also tested my thyroid at home using Pomala Health. Um, and it was really nice because I could test it at home. And I like how they test it because they are not just looking at TSH. They're looking at these other parts of your thyroid hormone. And if it is flagged or off, they also have natural doctors that you can use to to get medication or get things you need. So if your conventional doctor isn't testing it and isn't looking at these other things in your thyroid, then I recommend using this. And you can use the code REEKMAN30 to save $30 off of your kit. I'm also going to link down below a YouTube video. So I made a video of um, how the process works to do it at home and sort of my experience with it and what I found out from it. So I'll link to that video if you want to check that out, if you think this might be something that you need to look into. The other hormone I want to talk about is insulin. And insulin plays with our blood sugar regulation. And insulin can get a little trickly, trickier when it comes to that perimenopause menopause phase. And it has to do with regulating our blood sugar. And basically, it's the system just starts to get worn out when we have high stress, when we've eaten a lot of sugar, a lot of carbs. And so our diet becomes really important here and using exercise too. And there's really 
you can test your insulin. Conventional doctors don't do it, but it can be a little tricky. But as I was talking to someone else, we don't have to have insulin resistance to eat in a way that makes our blood sugar and our insulin system, that hormone work well. So whether you have insulin resistance or not, it doesn't hurt to eat in a way that is healthy and making sure that you're regulating your blood sugar and you're not developing the insulin resistance. So I hope that that makes sense. And if you're struggling with sugar cravings, I want you to listen to episode number 20 where I talk about how to banish and sort of decrease those sugar cravings. All right, to review here. So five reasons you may not be losing weight. One is thinking you're eating healthy when you're really not and really trying to increase that nutrient density in your food. Number two is that you're moving less and you're just not realizing it and figuring out ways to move more throughout your day. Number three is that we are complex humans and we have emotions, we have stress, we may have children or grandkids and a busy schedule, but figuring out how to put these pieces together and work through some of those emotions, the stress, making time for our health. Number four is not staying consistent, especially when it comes to weekends, holidays, traveling, parties, all these different things is figuring out how we can create consistency throughout that so that we can actually see the results and not keep backsliding or thinking that we're doing these good things, but we're really not doing them enough. And number five is hormones. So maybe our hormones are a little out of whack and we need to make sure that we're working on our hormone health and potentially working with a doctor if we need to. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And also, if you are confused or you don't really know how to take that next step forward or you know you need that support or accountability, I encourage you to set up a free health checkup call with me. And as I work with my clients and I do health coaching, like I sort of said, sometimes we start with these topical things like, how should I exercise? When should I exercise? How am I going to fit walks into? How can I increase my protein? What are some good recipes for me to do? And then as we work in coaching, we might dig a little deeper. Like, why are you doing what you're doing? What happens at parties? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? And working through some of these deeper things so that you can start to change that pattern in your brain and develop new networks. And that really is what helps to make something sustainable. So you've done these practical things, you've worked through why you're doing what you're doing, and then you're able to develop that consistency. So if you guys would like to use the link down below to set up that free call, and I hope that you guys enjoy this. I hope that you take one tip away from this episode, really focusing on one thing that you need to do so that you can stay consistent with it. And don't overwhelm yourself. If there's other things you want to do that sound good too, write those down. Put them in a month from now because you really want to stick with one or two things, develop that consistency, and then add from there. All right, everyone. Hope that you guys have a great day.